You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. I am a very nostalgic person. I love thinking of the past. I love pretending I can talk to myself in the past. Um, Not in a weird way, just kind of like, what would I tell myself? If I could go back in time six years now, what would I tell myself that might help? And so I was thinking about that today and I wanted to share because I think these might help you if you're in the thick of it or if you just got through the thick of it, but you're kind of feeling guilty about how you acted about something or maybe you just, you're up in the middle of the night and you are losing hope. <laughs> so here are the five things I would go back in time and tell myself as a first time mom regarding baby sleep specifically. The first thing I would like to tell myself is that crying is not a bad thing. And if you don't know why your baby is crying at all times, that does not make you a bad mom. Sometimes babies' cries can mean so many different things at the same time. And, you know, and we see that, you know, when they're crying, just breastfeed them. Or when they're crying, that just means they need a diaper change or whatever. And that doesn't always work. It's not always a quick fix for a crying baby. And I think as a first-time mom, I kept feeling awful that I couldn't understand my baby. But I didn't give myself the grace to understand that babies are so complex. There could be a million things wrong with them and they're trying to let you know one of them. And who knows what that is. One thing that always comes to mind is... One night after a pretty good night before that, our little baby kept waking up and crying every hour. And, you know, it was so strange. He just kept crying and moaning. And we were like, he didn't eat, I didn't eat any cheese, you know, because I had dropped dairy. And he wasn't overtired and he wasn't overstimulated and the schedule's the same. And so obviously we chalked it up to a sleep regression (laughs) like we always do. Or we were wondering if it was teething, but my first actually never had bad teeth. So we were just confused. And it wasn't until the morning that we realized he had kind of had a growth spurt and his PJs didn't fit him anymore. And he didn't like that. And so we kept putting him back in his PJs, changing his diaper, checking everything all night. But the one missing thing was that his PJs were too small. Now you could go back and say, oh my gosh, you're a terrible mother. How did you not realize that? But how can you possibly, how can you possibly know as a first time mom that babies will have random growth spurts and that some kids will be very uncomfortable by the suddenly tighter PJs when they just can't tell you things? You can't, you really can't. And that doesn't make you a bad mom. It just makes you a mom or a dad, I should say, that is learning. You know, when my second and third babies would randomly cry, we didn't know what it was and they had just been eating a lot the past week we would kind of have more of an idea, oh, it could be that, it could be a PJs are too tight or something. But then, you know, <laughs> there's so many other things that can come into it. Like with my second, it took us forever when we moved into a new house. He wasn't sleeping for so long until we realized that he it wasn't humid enough, you know, and he couldn't tell us that he was only two years old. And so he would cry, he would wake up, he would want this. He didn't even know himself why he was waking up. It wasn't until we added a humidifier that he finally was able to just sleep through the night again. And again, that didn't make us bad parents. We were aware of him. We were trying to solve the problem, but it took us a really long time. (laughs) One, because I've never lived with a humidifier. So what? And two, our other kids were sleeping normal. So we just didn't know. So if you're a first time parent, I want you to know that if your baby is crying, you are not a bad parent. 
you just haven't figured out quite why they're crying and that's okay. Just keep doing it. It can take a day, it can take a week, it can take months because some things are a lot harder than the others. I mean, I should go to my most popular thing. It took me months and I'm not saying that lately. It was about eight months until we figured out what was wrong with our baby girl's gut. And it wasn't for lack of trying, but again, that will be another episode. Okay. So number two, and this is really, really important to listen to. So listen up. Baby's sleep needs can change from day to day. If something works one day, but not the next, it doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean you messed up necessarily. It might just mean that they're growing and developing as humans. Again, that does not mean you're failing. I have this conversation a lot with a close friend because her baby will you know, be sleeping fine through the night and then randomly, bam, something happens and baby needs a completely different schedule. And she's like, this can't be. And every time I tell her, remember this happened two months ago and remember this happened two months before that because your specific baby changes really quick. Some babies change more gradual and some babies are more sensitive or less sensitive to changes. And so they don't feel like one night to the next. But for some babies, they could be fine on three naps one day and the next day three naps is too much. And that doesn't mean you are horrible or you miss something. It just means sometimes they grow in spurts. The cool thing about this is that babies do tend to have kind of a pattern. And so babies that tend to grow in spurts keep kind of growing in spurts. And babies that tend to grow more gradually tend to keep growing gradually. For example, my first kiddo, he, he, I thought he was a hard sleeper and that's, you know, who I best based around my whole business, but I had no idea he was such a good sleeper and that, you know, milestones, teething, all that stuff wasn't going to affect him like it would my next son, right? Cause he went through milestones. He would, you know, he started crawling and so he had a bit of a fussy night and then he would crawl. Um, and then he had a bit of a fussy night before he talked or walked uh, but my second kiddo, he was up for a week, every hour on the hour, practicing his crawling. And then for a couple weeks, every hour on the hour at night, it was just miserable. And then all of a sudden he would be cruising. And it was just this intense burst. And now it's kind of fun because he's four now and he's pretty advanced in math. And so he's doing addition, he's doing subtraction. But right before he started really adding numbers together and telling us about numbers, he had a couple of really rough weeks where he was just waking up, needing Joe, waking up early, not going back to sleep. And then, you know, one day he just started being like, oh, he said this really cool thing. He was like, six plus six is 12. So that means that six plus seven is 13 because seven is one more than six. And Joe and I just kind of looked at each other and we're like, "Uh, what? And then that night he slept fine right? And so those same patterns that we saw with him as a baby, we see with him now as, I guess he's called a preschooler now, he's not a toddler. But at least that gives you a little bit of comfort that once you get to know the kind of spurs they have, they do tend to be patterns. The thing I would definitely go back and tell myself, and this one I would like beat my head over with this, um, some kids need less sleep than the recommended averages, and that is okay. Short naps are sometimes okay. I will talk specifically about low sleep needs on a baby, but I just wish I could go back and tell myself, your baby is taking that 31 minute nap and that's okay. Don't lengthen it. Don't worry about lengthen it. Don't stress yourself out a whole summer. Don't waste your whole summer trying to lengthen it just so that you can fit in the popular blogs schedule for your baby's age. Some babies need less sleep. 
actually today on Instagram, I posted, you know, average sleep needs for kids according to the National Sleep Foundation. And the way they got these sleep needs, you know, they do a lot of research with certain certain babies. But it's crazy because you hear that, you know, infants should have about 13 to 14 hours, but it's actually 12 to 15 hours. But if you think about 12 to 15, that is a huge difference. You know, a baby who's only sleeping 12 hours, that's only like 10, 11 at night, and then just maybe one or two during the day. Versus a baby who's sleeping 15 hours is giving you a good 12 hours at night plus three hours of day sleep. And that is just a huge difference. And I've actually seen babies who sleep even less and even more. But the big thing I want to just drill in is that your baby might need less sleep. And it doesn't mean you're failing. It just means that's all they need. And that is completely okay if they're happy, growing, developing properly, eating okay. That is okay. The fourth thing I would love to go back and tell myself is that you don't have to know everything. There are other people, there are so many other things that can be wrong with a baby that will not let them sleep. Um, For example, you know, just obviously the allergy stuff, I would have gone back and told myself because with my first, once we figure out the dairy allergy and that he was low sleep needs, that was kind of it. But with my second, there was a little bit more to it. You know, he was also really stiff. Uh, we actually went to a chiropractor. I know a lot of people don't agree with chiropractors, but we, I didn't know that with him and he didn't want to go in the bassinet for so long. It took forever for him to, to sleep by himself with my third. We kind of saw the same things as with him, but I listened to someone who said, you know, try a chiropractor. And for us, it worked again. I am not telling you to take your baby to a chiropractor. I'm just saying that person, that profession is what we were needing for that specific time, you know, and I actually went through a lot of professionals when we were trying to figure out my baby girl's sleep, so many, and just kind of opened my eyes to how many people are out there who want to help you, who have knowledge that you don't, you know, we don't take, we don't do a master's in baby raising or baby care, (laughs) health of the baby, a lot of us don't, maybe you do, Uh, so there are a lot of people out there who know more than you do, and it is okay to reach out for help. You don't have to know everything. A note on that, I did notice that every professional I reached out to seemed to have the answer. And, you know, they would tell me, this is what you have to do. I promise you, I have one specific experience. I won't mention the person, but I worked with her and she said, this is what you have to do. You have to have this diet for your baby. You have to not feed her at night and you have to do this. And and she has to have this schedule. And I was like, well, I'm not going to use that schedule because I know my baby doesn't need that much day sleep. But she was like, oof, everybody doesn't believe me until it works. You know, very, very kind of condescending. But I had paid this lady a lot of money because she had come highly recommended. Um, but the irony was that one of the few foods she said we should be feeding our baby was rice crackers. And, you know, worked with her for a month or two. She kept wanting, she decided <laughs> she wanted more money. And at the end of it, you know, months later when I figure out what it was, it was actually rice that was hurting my baby's belly and she still cannot, I mean, she's almost two years old. She still cannot stomach rice at all. And so you do have to be wary of people who tell you it's their way or the highway, because I don't think that's ever a thing. If you're looking for people to help you with specific things, make sure they're open to suggestions. Make sure they're open to hearing what's in your gut. Not literally. (laughs) Well, you know, um, unless you're talking about guts, I guess. Um, But make sure you're talking to someone who's willing to listen to you as your baby's foremost expert and then add their expertise. 
because that that was crucial for me and I wish you know in my <laughs> in my sleep deprived vulnerable state of having paid someone I trust this lady and she wasn't listening to me until a while later I said you know this isn't working and then she finally was like well whatever that's fine don't work with me good luck you'll never actually she was very rude but I won't go into it um but yeah that's the, the next thing I want to say you don't have to know everything do reach out to people and be wary of who you reach out to anybody who promises a magic solution probably doesn't have one because magic's not real okay last one this is this is one of my favorite ones I actually I had someone I wish I knew their name I try to find their name because they're really nice they asked me one time hey can I send you a mug and you can share it in your socials and I said of course love supporting moms um and she said what do you want it to say and I said oh my gosh please make me a mug that just says this is just a stage because that sentence just helps me so much the first time I heard it actually was one of my mom's closest friend's daughter Ali she came to visit um we weren't close or anything but she was really nice she brought over some food some clothes because she had a son uh, a little older than mine and, she, and I was like you know I don't know when we're gonna sleep and this works this week and she's like yeah everything is just a stage what works this week might not work next week and that's okay every week is different and she said something like if this week is really good hold on to it because next week might not be and if this week is really bad hold on to the thought that next week will be different and that shifted me so much I don't think that's a phrase <laughs> but that changed my mind so much to see things just as a face um, like a couple weeks ago when we had the stomach bug I was able to say, you know what, right now sucks. <laughs> There's so much throw up. There's so much laundry. I have no energy to do anything. My kids are all sad. We can't go anywhere for another week. But I knew that in a couple weeks after that, it was going to be the boys' birthday party. We were going to have family in town. It was going to be a different stage of life. And it's also helped me when we were in a good stage of life to look around and say, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is great. For example, last night I was making some cinnamon swirl bread for the boys because they've asked for it they like to just pick all the raisins out i realize so it just kind of seems a little bit like maybe i should just give them raisins and not spend the time making the bread no i'm kidding but i was just making bread also making dinner just pasta with mushrooms which is one of my favorite things to eat and then my sons and my knees were running around the kitchen i could hear my mom playing with my daughter and my other niece and joe was just there hanging out and i just felt like oh this is a good stage. Let me soak it in. And I just closed my eyes and kept kneading my bread or putting raisins on. I don't know what I was doing, but I just said, this is a good stage. We're in a good stage. And I'm so thankful. Obviously I thank God. I'm a, I believe in God and my faith has gotten me through all this, the, the difficult stages, but it was just, you know, I really recommend people do that when you're in a rough stage four monthly progression which coincidentally is, I think, next podcast. Just remind yourself, this is just a stage. And in a good stage, tell yourself the same thing. Next week could not be as good, so let's just relish in it. <coughs> okay, my throat is starting to hurt. I tend to just record, just go on fully. So I need to take a break, and that was five things anyway. I promise five things. Um, so there you go. If you want to check out my babysleepanswers.com slash podcast I have a few freebies an early wake ups checklist a wake window um, printout that you can do and also you can sign up for our monthly sleep tips these are where you put in your baby's age and then every month when they're turning a new month you get tips for that age kind of like a 
your baby should be doing this, your baby's probably doing this. We get a lot of feedback telling us these are really helpful. And so we keep doing these. We love them. Love them. Okay, my throat really hurts. So I hope you have a great day and some great sleep tonight.